Welcome to the neighborhood, Sam. Welcome to the neighborhood, Anthony. Do you know what today is? It's our friend anniversary. Let's have a baby. The Gaberhood. Brought to you by the Gay Agenda Improv. I'm Anthony Douglas. And I'm Sam Meyer. And it's our friendiversary. It is. I'm so excited. Congratulations. It's been two years. Yeah. Two years. It's time to get the podcast on track. It is time to uh, share our nonsensical thoughts with the world again, Anthony. They love it. They love it. And we love them for loving it. And we love them for loving it. Now, we've been friends for two years, but we did a podcast a year ago called Welcome to the Gaberhood. We did, we did, but uh, that Gaberhood was not as welcoming as we found <laughs> out. Uh, so we're taking a pretty different uh, change of pace now with the reboot of the Gaberhood. Yeah. Um, first of all, just chat a little bit about ourselves for our new listeners, anyone who's trying to get on board with Sam and Anthony. Yeah. Uh, we are an improv duo called The Gay Agenda. Yeah. Um, me, Sam... Uh, I am originally from Shaniqua, Wisconsin. Went to college in Nebraska. I lived in China for a little bit, working for the U.S. Embassy, before I moved to Detroit and started doing improv comedy at the Planet Ant. Uh, gave up my two degrees and decided to uh, to do this full time. Yeah, and that's where I found you was at the Planet Ant. It was. Our eyes locked. We saw each other on stage. We thought we were both brilliant and uh, we knew we had to work together. The stars crossed and our legs opened. Honestly, I just sniffed your pheromones and I was like, <laughs> oh, a gay, hark. <laughs> well, what was really interesting and it was that I, I had wanted to, to start an improv troupe with just gay and queer folk. And I thought I was the only one in town. It's so hard to find other gays in comedy. <laughs> you, you wouldn't think so, but it really is. Yeah. 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 Um, but now there are a ton of them, mm-hmm. and it's worked out a lot for us. Uh, my name is Anthony Douglas, and I have been acting for almost a decade, and it wasn't until I found improv uh, about a year before I met Sam, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, because uh, we were both doing improv like for a for, year yeah. without knowing each other. Right, without even uh, the awareness that the other person existed no. until a student showcase. Not even a whiff of your scent. Yeah, and and, uh, and and when I found improv, that's when I really found a lot of my joy, and that's when, I, God, I, so many doors opened up for me to, to just happiness and to opportunities to, to perform more, and I've been really happy ever since, and we've done, uh, we've created a, uh, a really amazing uh, web series together. We have yeah. The Gay Agenda Show. Check it out at thegayagendashow.net. Yeah, or thegayagendashow.com. Um, or if you just go to YouTube, you can even look up Brant Branson or Trant Transon. Or Branton Trant. Yeah, at the Gay Agenda Show. If you type in the Gay Agenda, you'll literally just find hundreds of videos of Christian right wingers talking about the Gay Agenda. Which is not our show. However, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say we're going to make a show like that. No, I, but I would love for the for the right wingers to complain about our show. I would love. I would really love a scandal. Honestly, oh, I think it's the publicity that we need. Uh, like a like a cease and desist from Madonna. Yeah, would love it. Would love that. And, and while we are scandalous uh, at baseline, you know, we're not. We don't really make scandals. No, and I think that's the whole point of our our duo name, the Gay Agenda, uh, is that there's all of these, um, all of this negativity that a lot of people associate with the gay agenda. A lot of emotions. And for us, it's just silly. It's so you fun. Know, there is no real gay agenda. Our gay agenda is mimosas at brunch. Yeah. And cuddling with cute guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty low key. Yeah. Uh so you know, take a little time to poke fun at all of that. Um but so what we this is the difference between this podcast and our old post- podcast. Uh, while we are comedians and actors first, 
Um, our old podcast had a lot to do with that. We were in character as our character, the same characters as our characters on the web series, Brant Branson and Tran Transon, mm-hmm. and we would do something very similar to what we see on the on the web series. Yeah, on the and, web series or on stage, we yeah. were out interviewing uh, interesting improvisers yeah. and with all these kooky characters, and. Uh, we want to kind of get back to the root of the gay agenda, which is a political statement. Right. Uh, and seeing, you know, what other gays are doing to further the gay agenda. Yeah, it's a In lot. the wild, if you will. Absolutely, because there are a lot of amazing LGBTQ and A, which are our beloved allies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not just our cousins. They're our actual brethren and sisterin, right? Yes. I love that word, sisterin. <laughs> and, uh, and... They're just as part of the the gayborhood as we are, and the the kind of guests that we bring on to the to the gayborhood are people who are making the gayborhood an outstanding place to be. And honestly, I'm really excited. I've uh, been looking at sort of our guest list for this season. A lot of really interesting people that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Oh, you know, like to to, to hear from a gay person in some of the fields that we have lined yeah, up. Yeah, so. because we expect, obviously, people who are, like, activists and people who are in the arts. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing about representation is it's important all over the place. Yeah. It's not just important on television or important in films. Having representation in, uh, in other art forms, in sciences, yes. in government, uh, are all important. Uh, because our needs are not necessarily the same needs as the general populace. Um, LGBTQ people have been uh, maligned, have been prejudiced against for quite some time now. Um, And so it's important to see how uh, LGBT people are making strides in these other industries, I think. Yeah, and we're really lucky that we can even be doing a podcast like this. We're literally living in the best time it's ever been on this planet to be gay, to mm-hmm. be LGBT or Q. And honey, we are going to live at ERP. Yeah, and we're, I mean, it's only going to get better. It's only going to become more amazing. And we're going to meet the people who are helping create that more amazing trend forward moving into the future. And we want to share that with you, which is so exciting. Yeah. Uh, we're really, really excited about this new, new direction that we're moving in. Um, so over the next few episodes, uh, you're going to hear some with me. Uh, now, as Anthony and I both said, we're now pursuing comedy full time. We're right. pursuing acting full time. We are both lifelong performers. So uh, you might get some episodes or it might just be me or it might just be Anthony. Um, and that's only because we have other commitments coming up. Winky face. We'll tell you about it at some point. <laughs> very exciting news. And some I don't think no, today is right. Break it we yet. can't break it yet. Okay. But You're going to have to keep listening and find tu- out. You are going to have to stay tuned and find out because uh, we're going to have huge updates for you over the coming months. We have incredible guests lined yeah. up. Um, it's going to be a pretty wild ride. Life changing. Yeah, it will. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. The Gayborhood Podcast will change your life. So, uh, a lot of you who have been paying attention to us and who have been enjoying the things we ha- that we make uh, have seen uh, our web series and have seen uh, our first one act play that we co-wrote together and starring together, Camptastic. Oh, it's a musical. It was oh, a lot of fun. So fun. Um, yeah, we've had this credible, incredible sort of run so far as a duo. Um, started off by winning uh, our home, the Planet Ants Improv Competition. Colony Fest. Colony Fest. Uh, it's a big competition in Detroit. Yeah. Um, that allowed us to write our show, Camptastic. Yes. Um, we then won the Humans Being Card Game International Duo Competition, <laughs> which allowed us to take our show to the Second City Hollywood. Right. Um, courtesy also of legendary Detroit improviser, now in L.A., Jamie Moyer. Yeah. Um, we love her so dearly. Arguably, I'd say one of the most important improvisers of our time. Yes, ever. she has. And she's influenced your your comedy directly, a lot of your comic sensibility. Hugely. Yeah. Oh, she's wonderful. Um, so after Second City, though, that has launched a lot of additional opportunities for us. Um, we've had additional runs of Camptastic in yeah. Detroit. Uh, and it goes well every time. Yeah. Every time we present the idea of Camptastic to people, people respond really well to it. Yeah. The- theater theater uh, directors really enjoy it. 
the audiences really enjoy it. Uh, Second City loved it. We've got we got great feedback from the people there. And Jamie Moyer, God bless her, she brought in a fantastic crowd mm-hmm. and an audience to come see us. You know, I think it's because as a duo, uh, when we're doing improv and when we're doing camp, when we were writing Camp Tastic and when we're working on future shows, uh, we're looking to write something that everyone can relate to, everyone can learn yeah. from, um, and that everyone can laugh at. You right. know. Uh, it's funny because looking at gay media and as someone who wants to produce unapologetically queer media, I think it's really important, first and foremost, that it's good. Yes. Which is um, not to not to bash other queer media because a lot of it was produced in a very different time. Right. But up till this point, uh, it's been enough for queer media simply to be gay. And as long mm-hmm. as it's gay people will watch it. And now I think we're entering this phase of it needs to, and, and our goal certainly, is it needs to be good. Production value. Yeah. Uh, not just aesthetic production value and in sound production, but also in the quality of writing and the quality of performance. Mm-hmm. And we work very, very hard to yeah. to achieve that um, and encourage all of our other content creators of any kind, any other artists, Um you know, in this age of greater visibility, uh, our identity is not enough to sell our work anymore. Right. Um, nor should it be. Right. You know, like, we're fabulous, so yeah. let's make sure our work is f- fucking fabulous. Yeah, we just can't claim, hey, I'm gay, therefore I'm fabulous and I'm sassy and you <laughs> should be me, satisfied. I'm gay. <laughs> right. We're, we're live and in the streets all the time, but there is a sense that it, in media we need to rise to a a more outstanding level of quality. I think so. And I'm honestly, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, because, you know, in our, in this, in the second season of the Gay Agenda show, oh the web God, series, so we it. brought out the finest silver, the finest crystal in China for that series, for those episodes. I polished my hole furiously in anticipation for another uh, for another booty scene. Knobs and holes are all polished. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we are sparkling. We are trimmed. We are ready to expose ourselves and our vulnerabilities on camera for we're, you. We're, we've been working with a brilliant uh, filmmaker, director, and videographer, uh, John Clark. Oh, so supportive of the gays. Yeah, absolutely. He's an ally. Man. He is an ally, 100%. And he's a tall drink of water. He is a tall drink of water. Um, somehow manages to look like a giant and a sickly Victorian child at the same time. Absolutely, uh, I love that about like a porcelain doll. Like, he, like, right, he, like he spent his summers in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he ripped his jawbone from an ox. <laughs> <laughs> like he, <laughs> like he, his parents tried to make him gain some muscle and mass with by eating whale meat. Yes, exactly. It didn't work. It didn't. It didn't. But now he's just a tall drink of volcanic Icelandic water. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And anyway, the very first episode of the second season that he filmed, that he worked on, we saw it, and I cried. I actually, I was very emotional as well. Seeing where we've gone from our first season um, into the second season, just the rise in production value. Um, Although I will say... Our writing has always been good. Yes. But I think individually, as we have grown in our careers, um, our acting and mm. our uh, just our ability to uh, fully illustrate a scene, it's always been yeah. good. Yes. And I think it's just, it's only growing. It just presented so much better. It looks like it was made by industry, like television industry professionals. Just so exciting. It's really, it's really exciting. Uh, to, to work with such with such a professional. It does, yeah. Um, now, this is also a call out to anyone out there who's interested in assisting in furthering the gay agenda. Uh, if you are a writer or producer mm-hmm. or musician or illustrator or whatever you are and you are interested in, uh, in helping us out, please reach out to us. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to work with you. Yeah, our email is thegayagendashow at gmail.com. Yeah, so check us the out. Thegayagendashow at gmail. Shoot us a little note and say, hey, I want to animate you guys. Yeah, and even if it's something that you want to get our attention, bring our attention to about the podcast, get in touch with us yeah. via that email. Questions, it's just easier. Comments, we look at it all the time. Hate mail. Yeah. We will read your hate mail on air. Yeah, and while this show is, this podcast is going to touch on a lot of 
uh, smart, higher level thinking uh, subjects. And at times it's going to be serious, but most of the time it's going to be fun. We are still going to do our comedy. We're not always going to be in character like we once did. But we still like to do characters. I mean, we're funny people. Yeah. I'm a production. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You refer to yourself as a human Fabergé egg. Yes. Yes. Uh, I am a human Fabergé egg. Stunningly gorgeous and completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> You're so lucky that you have a log line. I am so lucky. I know. We got to work on yours. Yeah. Human machine. I don't I, know. I, it'll it'll <laughs> happen. It'll reveal itself. Row of teeth. <laughs> Um, big athletic cum stain. <laughs> hey. Oh my God. Okay. We we made oh, a, We love an athletic cum stain. We do. Yeah. Fly at us. Oh, come at me, bro. Come at me. Come bro. on me, bro. <laughs> That's how it really goes. Speaking oh of bros. Speaking of bros. Speaking of a good old-fashioned bro job. Um, <laughs> we we, we want to talk about um, – we want to just dip back into the recent past. Oh, God. You're not talking about 2018, are you? I'm talking about 2018. And 2018 was truly a shit show. It was so straight for gay people. It was so straight for gay people. It was so awful for most people. Yeah. Um, I want to make a note real quick. When we say – 2018 was a shit show. Um, you might be thinking about a certain orange monster. And I want to make this very clear right now. Um, we are not giving that piece of gutter filth time. We are not giving him energy. No. Um, the neighborhood is not a place where he is welcome. No, and that absolutely, not. and that's the last time we will ever invoke even the even the, the shadow, thought. even the non, the nuance yeah. of that person. Yeah, no, that we uh, idea. We are going to do our darndest not to address that because you know what, you find that everywhere else. No, the you gay, find that in yeah. every other media. You cannot go on social media. You cannot go on YouTube. There is references to that creature everywhere. The, the neighborhood is an enriching environment, mm -hmm. and it's a place where high, higher level humans only only they can enter into. Exactly. Right. Um, we want this to be, uh, in many ways, an escape for you, a place where you can uh, you can see the beauty yeah. in the world. Um, you can you can have fun, uh, and you don't have to worry about. You know, Cheeto dust. You can just luxuriate in in rainbow light. Yeah. And in fun and in interesting, compelling conversations. Maybe get a massage while you're listening to the podcast. Maybe give a massage. Maybe massage yourself. Yeah. Give, you know? give yourself an HJ. Yeah. Grab a fistful of Jergens and settle down, kids, because you're ready and we're ready. For some comedy. So 2018 was so straight for gay people, Yeah, it Anthony. sure was. Um, and I'd like to talk about why. Something that I'm upset about, truly upset about, uh, Prince Harry got married. He looked so amazing on his wedding day. He really Gorgeous. Did. Oh, but he, you know, for so long, we thought that he was going to be what a homo. We, and we, th like, I had always envisioned that were it not to be myself standing beautifully dressed and perfectly groomed next to Prince Harry, that it would be another beautiful man. And I always imagined myself on my knees in his carriage after your wedding. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're but, welcome. But instead, there was a lady there. Oh, Meghan Markle. Bless her. Okay, yeah. We I mean, we do love she, Meghan yeah, Markle. Yeah, and we love both of them. They're allies. Let's be real. Like, confused high school Sam probably jacked off to suits at least once. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know who among us didn't. No, no, we we all have at some point. There's a lot of attractive men. Yeah, e even straight men think that Prince Harry is just delightful, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is delightful. Meghan Markle is a delightful actress. She she's wonderful. She's great. I'm happy for them, but right. also like, oh, Prince Harry, if you ever decide to you know turn things around and pluck. A uh, a garden rose. <laughs> I am fully in bloom. <laughs> and, and I guess the, the the lesson here is that you can't have your wedding cake and eat it too. 
<laughs> but what about what about moving on? Moving on. Oh God, one of the greatest disappointments of 2018. Chris Pratt. We loved him. We, we loved did. him in Parks and Rec. Loved him in everything he did. He oh, Guardians of the Galaxy was so charming. Yeah. And now I'm like, WTF, dude. He he was even great fodder, right? Yeah. Great HJ fodder. Yeah. When you're taking care of yourself. Uh just I mean, a not stunning for me, looking. But like for a lot of us. But for a I understand that like for a lot of people. Yeah, Chris get it. Pratt was very important. For me, he was important as a comedian. Yeah. And now he's part of this like homophobic church, or rather he was always part of this homophobic right. church. Um, like supporting Trump. And I'm like, oh, it's you see? You see? did it. I did it. I did it. I accidentally did it. Um Well, it's things like this are a big disappointment because you feel that when some when you feel that someone has your back. Mm-hmm. And when you feel that someone's cool because they're surrounded by other people who are amazing allies mm-hmm. and uh, and they're just part of a culture that it feels inclusive, but then they're really not part of that inclusive culture. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging out with, with that inclusive culture. That's maddeningly, maddeningly disappointing. I also would like to say that a dad bod goes from like cute to di- like not to body shame anyone – but also, like the dad, Chris Pratt having his dad bod back, I take so much joy in that. Because yeah. um, some people are like, oh, it's cute. And now I'm like, he's a homophobe. Look at how disgusting he yeah. is. <laughs> Repulsive. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, good, he got fat. Which is like not an insult. Like, I consider myself to be a fat individual. And I, like, it's not a bad word. Mm. Like, it's, I am fun, fresh, funky, fly. Like, I, like yeah. it's, you know, like, I'm comfortable with myself. But there is something in taking joy in someone who everyone lauded yes. as being very physically fit for a while, turning right. into a terrible person and letting all that degrade. Yeah. It's fun for me. <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. And it is fun, too. Mm-hmm. I get it. And But here's the thing about him is – and the thing about with anyone who is against us yeah. is that we are very forgiving. But you got – to apologize heartily. You do. And if you don't, we will ruin you. And you ha- right. And not even not even a subtle apology, let alone a hearty apology, came from him. But also you have to turn from your wicked ways. Yeah. And he hasn't. He's uh Ellen Page. God bless God love her. her. Um, first of all, stunning in the yes. Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Delivers an incredible per- I mean, truly incredible performance. She's yeah. fabulous. Um, and she just doesn't play herself in every in every performance no. in every movie. She's oh, not just a different version of the herself. Depths that she is able to go to, right? Um, incredible. But uh, Alan Page calling him out is just, I mean, it's gold. And here's the thing, though, is that he hasn't, in his like quote unquote apology, has not changed anything. It's just like, of course, I support LGBT people, yeah. but I'm still going to be. Include like I'm still going to be part of a church that it's doesn't insane. allow gay people to hold leadership positions. Like, and they do those classes where they try to convert pe- gays to become straight. Oh God, conversion therapy. Okay, what do they do in surgery? I, Lobotomies. Ew. Even those didn't work it's when like, they did those. I know. I'm like, I might be brain dead, but I'm still hella gay, motherfuckers. And now. There's a couple of things that are fishy about that entire situation with that church. And, and he defended his position on, on remaining with that church, being that when he went through his divorce, that they accepted him for going through it. Well, guess what? Just about anyone out there is going to be accepting and, and comforting to, to anybody when going through a divorce. This is not the 1940s where you're going to be put out to the street, run out of town. Yeah, like, what is it? Over 50% of marriages end in divorce. You aren't special, Chris, just yeah. because you got divorced. What a lousy excuse. You know, it's like telling the kid in middle school, like, I know your parents got divorced. You still have to do your homework. This yeah. is exactly what we were saying to you, Chris Rat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that he's he reminds me of that of those people out there who use the the phrase uh, hate 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 the sin love the sinner, oh, which is God, just dis- so many it's a deplor- deplorable you, thing to particularly say. with with homosexuality because it is something that is a core part of who we are. Right. Um, people don't, people say, well, I don't just see you as gay. 
Yeah, but it, you know, it it can still be a core part of who we are, and we aren't necessarily the same person if you take that away. Yeah, and and that's and that's reflective of of the even of the people who try to be on their best behavior around gay people who are parts of communities like Hillsong Church, which is part of the uh, the umbrella of the Assemblies of God Church, which are notoriously anti-gay to the point where they uh, actively engage in politics and in activism to make our lives miserable, which Ugh. is unacceptable. And it's a violation of of our constitutional rights, correct? Get them out of here. Lock them Lock up. Lock them up. Let's get the hell off of that subject. <laughs> so... Speaking of aggressively straight things that the media has tried to foist on us in 2018, Anthony, Anthony from Queer Eye, how dare you throw him at us and tell us he's a gay man? Mask for mask for what? Mask for mask for For ethnically ambiguous white. Glad that they found a straight man who can make guacamole, can, right? And <laughs> and applaud him and make it sound like he is just the most brilliant, beautiful creature on the face of the, the earth. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Now, speaking of other things that were ruined, mm. uh, ruined for us <laughs> in 2018, our favorite cracked out fairy godmother Roseanne turns out to be a crazy white nationalist. She's a nightmare. You cannot blame that on your sleeping medication, Roseanne. Like, you just can't, girl. I mean, it's just, like, girl. I don't get it. A lot get of, it together. A lot of very progressive-minded people, a lot of uh, people who are uh, on the outside of uh, of society, like, in, like just marginalized uh, groups like the gays really found a home and a place of comfort with the Connors from mm-hmm. Roseanne. Well, it's because uh, of this phenomenon called disidentification, where gays will take something that is not explicitly gay or something that is really creative for straight people um, and latch onto it because they see certain qualities sure. uh, that the gay community identifies with. And Roseanne was 100% part of that. Yeah. Uh, so very disappointing to lose her, but like... So long, you yeah. trash girl. <laughs> like, put them out to the curb. You know what? <laughs> We're not hoarders. We're not junk collectors in no, the neighborhood. Put it out to the curb. Recycle it. Get rid of it. Send it to the incinerator. We're we done. We want to make Marie Kondo smile. Yeah. Speaking of, just a side note, what a great drag name Marie Condom would be. Oh, right. <laughs> for an Asian queen. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Oh, that would be so great. That's inspiration for any of you She's not young a messy people. Queen. <laughs> no, there you go. That that you have a a name and a and a log line, a tagline already for yourself. So when someone takes that, please just give us credit. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Um, get in touch with us. You'll we'll bring you on the show. Yeah, we love it. Um, okay, so. Then we've got this whole uh, North Carolina situation. Oh, my God. Real straight all up in her. Yeah, only straight people are allowed to use a bathroom all of a sudden? What, what the hell? What is that? Yeah. I mean, honestly, they're trying to ban trans people from using, you know, their preferred bathroom. Right. Um, from using their preferred gender. From um, the, from their rightful gender. And that's And the their rightful that preference that they're allowed to make. There's no reason for that. Honestly, I am more terrified of gay men in the bathroom than of a trans man in the bathroom. And it and you're right. And it really depends on if I'm sexually attracted to that gay man when they're in the, alone in the bathroom with me, whether I'm afraid or enthusiastic. <laughs> but seriously, though, like the chances of uh, the trans person, they're generally already terrified of being in that bathroom. OK, yeah, like it is our job to protect them and help them mm. um, in their journey. Uh, but they like they aren't interested in assaulting you. They just want right. to pee. So I, I have not. First of all, I've not been afraid to use a public bathroom since junior high when I thought I would get the the shit knocked out of me by mm-hmm. aggressive, mean, straight bullies who identified me as being gay at the time. I How do they know they can smell like sharks smell blood? I'm still pee shy because of that exact phenomenon. And so it, uh, something that's really popular is in, in New York City that they have. Uh, public restrooms that are for every gender and mm-hmm. everyone goes in there and they're super clean restrooms great um greatly maintained and everyone goes in there does their own thing acts appropriate it's not awkward and they just kind of move on everyone washes their mm-hmm. hands that's yeah. all you need yeah it's totally fine every age group whatever super chill yeah take it easy everyone's gonna be allowed to use a bathroom now moving forward we've declared it we're in charge yeah or you can just pee on me. Pee in the street. 
You know, they aren't going to let you use your bathroom. Urinate in public. Yeah, piss into the wind, <laughs> as they say. And see where it takes you. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, another one that I just thought was, like, real stupid, that no one seemed to give enough credit for being as stupid as it was, was the whole IHOP changing their name to IHOB yeah. for burgers. Um, all a publicity stunt, but let's be real. Pancakes are, without a doubt, a gay food. Pancakes are as gay as it gets. Pancakes are as gay as it gets. Also, all of those high school theater kids, you know, getting out of the musical late in their, you know, very poorly done makeup. But they tried their best. They tried their best. They're learning. And they still entertained us. Their skills are growing. They entertained us, hopefully. Um, They're having the night of their lives. They're all going out to IHOP after their performance. For pancakes. For pancakes. Okay, not for burgers. IHOP. Settle down. You uh, you were a nest for young gays, okay? Chirping for soft foods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and instead, you were serving them meat patties. Well, and that's just totally disgusting. No one's sitting around eating meat patties except Chris Pratt anymore. No one does that. Uh, I mean, I do that, but we don't talk about it. It's shameful. My first favorite food, and still to this day, my favorite food, is pancake. Is it really? Absolutely. I actually didn't know this about you. Want to so hear something cute about me? About little Anthony? Ooh, about little Anthony. And when I was little, for two things. When I was little, my family used to call me Nino or Ninuzzo. Uh, so because yeah. Anthony's family is very yeah. Italian. Very. And the other thing is that one of my very first words was pancakes, but I couldn't say pancakes, so I called them picky tay. Oh, that's adorable. Thank you. I need some. I like. I don't totally get where like <laughs> picky tay <laughs> is that singular or plural? It's plural because it's stacks on stacks, but a stack can also be a single stack, right? So I don't know. I just shove like, them in your it, mouth. Is it one picky tay or is it like a group oh, of picky tay? It's a group of picky tay. Okay. It's plural. Okay. Singular plural. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Um, another incredibly straight thing that happened yeah. in 2018, uh, they came after the queen. Yeah. They came after Queen B. Unfreaking believable. There were, I mean, two pretty intense things uh, that happened. Uh, queen straight, B is Beyonce. Beyonce, yes, to clarify. Two, like, aggressively straight things yeah. that happened regarding Beyonce last year. Right. And I'm not talking about her producing. Did she have a kid yet, or the twins last year? I, all I know is that she's married to someone who comes across to me as aggressively straight. And constantly, I mean, she's just pregnant all the time now, which is fun. Good for right. her, she's, girl. She's apparently being bred for she, something. She has to pass her greatness on to the next generation. Yeah, uh, but, that's what it is. Okay, Anthony, you cover this first part. Someone came after Queen Bee. Someone bit Beyonce. On the face. On freaking real. Yeah, on the face. Okay, number one, who bites someone on the face? Period. Right. Have you ever had the urge to bite someone on the... I mean, outside of sexual context. Uh, uh, just a nibble. This was not a sexual contact No, this is someone, in. like, attacking Beyonce. Right. Um, I, maybe they thought she tasted good, which I would agree. I bet she tastes amazing. Yeah, but then, you know, you go for a digit, you know? Yeah. You suck on a finger. Yeah. Okay? You get a toe in your mouth yeah. if you are so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You get, like... Go for the belly. Go for the belly, you know, maybe... She's still lactating. Yeah. You know, like you could drink. Oh, my God. I would pay so much money for Beyonce's breast milk. But I even, yeah. I would mix it into a cocktail. Oh, wow. Like a little a white Prussian. Ooh. Ooh. The P is for pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. It's for penis. <laughs> oh. Um, get that pay from Jay. Yeah. Um, but okay, so someone bit Beyonce, but also aggressively straight is Beyonce released a joint album with Jay Z, and I'm not okay with it. Did you listen to it? No, I refused. I protested. Same. I won't listen to it. I won't listen to it. Um, I want. Now here's the thing. I am not okay with people critiquing Beyonce for the artistic new direction that her career has taken. Okay. She is developing as an artist. Yeah. People give Lemonade a lot of crap. I think it's it's brilliant. I think it's gorgeous. I think she is she's phased out of singles. Mm-hmm. You know? Got it. I don't know that she'll ever come back to being that singles artist that we knew her as. I want to get back to full albums, to, to those days when people you would sit down by yourself or with a friend and just listen to an album from beginning to end and 
and you would experience something. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be an experience. And I think that's what Lemonade is. Now, the Carters upsets me because Beyonce, I, look, she's had some great collaboration. Crazy in Love is amazing, but Jay-Z is the worst part of that. So when I was in junior high yeah. or high school, tell me about it. Uh, a lot of the mean straight boys identified with Jay-Z. Like, they thought they were Jay-Z. Ridiculous. The mean white straight boys. Ridiculous. Uh, so I, I never grew to like they him. They could never have those lips. <laughs> they could never work Now, why didn't someone bite those lips? I, mm, oh, God, right? I, I would. Oh, I would. Yeah. Sure. They're great. Yeah. He's a handsome man. Oh, he is. Do you know what? He is. He is. It's taken me some time yeah. to, like, understand. It's a power thing, though. You know, and rightfully so. Rightfully, oh God, yeah, no, he could take me. He could have it. But enough about them. I'd give him right? that nookie cookie. Yeah. Yeah. At least, I would like you to do it. I wouldn't do it personally, you but watch. I, I'm, I love it for you. We could do like a family video, like home viewing. Yeah. With some popcorn and watch my sex tape with Jay Z. I want to set up a velvet ropes around you, like stanchions, uh, so that we will sit back. Delicately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with some nice eyewear. I love that. Yeah. Three D. Yeah. Four D. Which we're gonna have one instrumentalist. Which <laughs> instrument would you like? I had like a cello player I in the corner the that. whole time. The, yeah, facing the uh, facing the opposite direction. I obviously. We, yeah, we don't want know. them to know what you're doing. We want them to sense it. Although, yes, yes, I want them to sense yeah. the emotional gravitas in the room, and I want their. They're playing their movements to sort of uh, be fed by that. I want them to consume that energy and turn it into beautiful music to enhance my experience with Mr. Z. And and just as in how in sex that there are awkward moments, you know, we we do something incorrectly, hit up with a penis or something. Right. Well, you know, some happen. You know, there's sometimes awkward moments. You know, you slip up, you do something weird. Oh. But I want that. I want the bow from the cello every now and then to just hit the wall of the corner. But what if it like, if it artistically sort of tapped the wall? Right, like on beat. Mm -hmm. I'm all about stuff like that. Really into that. Moving on though. Moving on. Um, Probably the greatest blow to the gay community in 2018, Claire's Boutique filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, and we're talking about the young, the young queers who are exploring. Where else are the young gays going to find cheap jewelry? Yeah. Where are beginner drag queens going right. to find their cheap jewelry? Right. Um, where are the circuit gays going to find body glitter and, you know, stick on jewels? Sorry, you're going to have to find a new place. I don't know. Is, what's the uh, the uh, other place that's out there that's at the at all the malls? I, I literally don't know. Nothing else matters. This <laughs> boutique is important. I always wanted to go get my ears pierced despite my parents. At Claire's. Yeah. Okay, where do you think our fruit flies are are getting their ears pierced there, as young ladies? A lot of significant bonding experience happened between a young gay child or teenager and their uh, their female best friend. By mm-hmm. he would go take her and you know hold her hand while she got an yeah. extra piercing, maybe a piercing in her navel. Yeah. Yeah. And then would sit on the phone with her all night when she was grounded to her bedroom. I love that. No, those, are, those aren't going to happen anymore, those kind no, of things. they won't. Do they do belly button piercings at Claire's? I think they just do ears. <laughs> I think you have to go to, like, a tattoo shop. A tattoo any, shop. A tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. <laughs> Something else happened in 2018. I'm laughing and I dis- about it already. <laughs> and I discovered it only in 2018 um, oh. when a when a person told me about it. Uh, Post Malone's career. God, Post Malone is like if Shia LaBeouf got a bunch of face tattoos yeah. and just sort of like screamed into a microphone. He's so bad. <laughs> could we could we apply the word mediocre? He's so. Oh, it's almost too kind. He's so aggressively straight. Aggressive, violently straight. Violently straight. And just like he is the cousin who's like covered in Cheeto dust. Right. Who's like locked to the couch, you know. But he cleaned up. He's created. He's covered in that, but he cleaned up before he came over. He's created an indent. Yeah. Like he's created like an ass groove. (laughs) 
in the in the cushion. In your brand new restoration hardware sofa. He's aggressively farty. Yeah. Um, and laughs loudly about it every time. Laughs he farts. every time that he farts. Yeah. Um, belches without apology. He's the first one to stick his hand into a lasagna when it comes out of the oven. He is, and then directly into his pants. Yeah. It's like pants, lasagna, pants. Brings a girl over to to a holiday dinner, and she leaves a used tampon on the edge of the bathtub. Yeah. Well, she also leaves before the end of dinner because she gets too trashed. She starts. She gets a, mad at him. She starts a fight. Yeah. Um, with his long lost child who yeah. has showed up inexplicably at the gathering. But somehow she loves you, and you're the coolest gay guy she knows, and she wants to be your new. Uh, her, she wants you to be her new gay best friend. Oh, because you're the only gay that she knows. The only one she's ever um, known. Ladies, just so you know, uh, we know the difference between someone who legitimately wants to be our friend and someone who is looking for a gay best friend. Yeah, to use us, to make we them look cool on Instagram. No, when you are looking for a gay yeah. best friend. Um, and we will sideline you so fast, yeah. so hard. Mercilessly and unforgivably. Yep, yep. Very... It, no repentance can, can, can come back from trying to use us incorrectly. No, God. Um, we have a sixth sense, a seventh, and an eighth. Yeah. And we're working on a ninth. We're working on a ninth. It's currently in development. Um, our pelvic muscles are really working hard to get that for you. Um, now, next, in a violent act of LGBT uh, appropriation, <laughs> Ben Affleck got a monstrous phoenix tattooed across his back. How dare he steal our mythical animal? I, I haven't seen it, but it is all mythical animals are our animals, first like, of all. Specifically, phoenixes and unicorns yes, belong to totally the Yes, totally agree. Totally agree. No, you don't, you don't get... Dumbledore, phoenix. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I mean, like, yeah. I think that's the only phoenix I'm aware of. Um, Jean Grey in X-Men, which is notoriously gay. Yeah. Dark phoenix, super gay. I feel like... Ever since his first film, Ben Affleck has been appropriating gay. He's been appropriating everything, gay culture. and Boston culture, since which day is one. sometimes the same thing. Yeah, is he from Boston? I don't know why. I, Just like yeah. any movie with requiring like a Boston accent, Ben Affleck is just. Ranching his pants yeah. over it, and he's but he's not doing a Boston accent either when he does it. You can tell that he's been working with a dialect coach, a speech oh, language it's pathologist. So funny. I just, I, oh, God, Ben Affleck's horrible, horrible tattoo. I don't, and it's like, I can never figure out, is he cute? Um, is he sexy? I can never tell with him. I can't either. I don't know if, I, I've been trying to figure out for over a decade if I'm attracted to him or not. I don't think I am. That's what I'm most mad about. Um, I'm, like, fairly certain I'm not. I just find him to be the less talented, well, I used to find him to of be. Of the Ripley's? The less talented half of the Ben Affleck Matt Damon duo. I still don't know if I'm attracted to Matt Damon or but not. But like what Never happened knew. to Matt Damon? Yeah. What I feel like he just sort of he He's go, doing a lot. He's doing a lot? Yeah. And I still and he's still it's not attractive right. in a super attractive in a way that I don't know if he's actually attractive or not. I but he's like, becoming more of that. I don't know. He's, I feel like he's become sort of gummy over the years. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I look at him and I'm just like he looks or sallow, I believe okay. is, is a word yeah. that I would use. I don't know. It's just something about him. I'm just like, mm, he looks, looks like silly putty brought to life. I feel like he's got, he's a lot of muscle that's covered by a, a nice dense enough layer of, uh, of what's the stuff they put over cake? Fondant? <laughs> that That's like marshmallow fun that you could just bite through and eventually you'll get to some really fun parts. I'm convinced that Matt Damon was Ben Affleck's imaginary friend as a child. <laughs> And was brought to life when they wrote the script for Goodwill Hunting. Oh, That's God. what happened. Do you think he came to life from an inanimate object first? <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, he was a wardrobe. Ben, no, I'm telling you, Ben A er, Matt Damon was Ben Ben Affleck's best friend, best imaginary friend, made out of silly putty. Yeah. <laughs> and then one day, Ben Affleck, little Benny, yeah. wished real hard, yeah. and from the egg yeah. that the silly putty was stored in, Matt Damon sprung, sprung fully four. formed. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, and I imagine that Ben got that silly putty while his mom was taking a uh, cake decorating class, and she started bringing home her fondant. 
in marzipan sheets, and he wanted uh, to play with it, but she wouldn't let him touch it. It's not sugar and spice and everything nice. Mm-mm. It's putty and fondant. Now, the last thing oh, on this list. Hit me with it. It's, it's, you know what? Straight people, listen, even the allies, you all continue to teach your children to use pet names for their genitals and other body parts instead of using their correct anatomical name. Okay, I understand. I, I see what you're saying. Um, now, it's funny for me, though, because, like, can you imagine a four-year-old saying, like, penis? <laughs> yeah, no, I can. You know, and... The four-year-old saying vagina. <laughs> well, that's the, we, we, hear a, we hear those people, those, those kids say nose and toes. That's fair. That's fair. There, there's... I think we're de- – yeah, so it's the goal is to, like, destigmatize – Something that is Correct. that is very normal. Yeah, free the nipple, if you will. Now, I'll. I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, I, I do have a background in the medical professions, mm-hmm. and and but even before I got into that into that career path, uh, it, I always noticed that this was something that it can be damaging. But now, as having gone through that uh, profession, I can see that not naming things as they are with accuracy and precision. Uh, it it does something to, to to cause small amounts of or even large amounts of harm in, in some cases. Mm-hmm. You, you discomfort ha- talking about your body, discomfort yeah. with your body. It and it's a power thing. It, it it takes away the power and the autonomy that someone has over their own self, mm-hmm. and and it it yields it to a parent, and not in a way that is just for protection. Because mm-hmm. a parent is supposed to protect their children, right? And I mentioned that maybe yeah. that's why they're trying to use these pet words. Yeah. But but it instead of doing that, instead of protecting them, it it sets them up for a lifetime of being perhaps disabled and, or uneducated. And, and uneducated, and not just in that subject. They they learn that it's acceptable to become uneducated willfully in other areas and not mm-hmm. accept reality for what it is. Mm-hmm. Empower your children and empower yourselves. And use pet names in the bedroom to be sexy, but yeah. don't use pet names when talking about science. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next time I'm in the bedroom with a guy, I'm going to say, show me your wee-wee. Yeah. <laughs> That's foul. That is absolutely that is foul. foul. Um, okay, folks, that wraps up why 2018 was so straight for gay people. Um, now, in the future, we're going to be introducing more segments. Yeah. We love our lists. Yes. You know, we love talking about, you know, what's hot in yeah. avian couture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. What's hot in, like, one of our, we love making lists. We do. It's something, we do. And, it's, and peop, other it's people fun. love it. Yeah, it's we fun. we get it's a lot, we got a lot of emails about the 12 Daddies of Christmas. Oh, God, we have to bring people that loved back it. again this yeah. year. And it'll be very different this time. Very different. We'll find a different holiday. Yeah. Um, but another segment that you're going to hear us talking about uh, that we would like to do for every episode uh, is called the Stonewall of Fame. Right. Uh, now, for those of you unfamiliar with the Stonewall riots, um, Stonewall was a turning point for LGBT rights in yeah. the United States. Um, it was a protest which took place in New York on June 28th, 1969. Um, and it was uh, it changed, used... changed uh, LGBT uh, people's lives in the United States forever. 1969 was not that long ago, and it was a time when it was very illegal to, to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Insane that we could live in the land of the free and not be allowed to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. Be beat with batons and imprisoned for it. Yep, absolutely. Um, and so in our Stonewall of Fame uh, segment, we are going to call out LGBT figures from history yeah. um, who have really done incredible work to advance uh, the to get us to this point, yeah. to get us to the place where we are today. Right. Um, one of the most important things for us is knowing our history, yeah. knowing where we come right. from, um, so that we can we can learn and we can grow. Yeah. And we can evolve. That's right, and 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 not ever have to face with those people who uh, preceded uh, uh, is it preceded or preceded 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 us uh, proceeds. Um, all proceeds will be uh, put in my bank account. Uh, the people who came before us, we don't want to ever have to deal with that again. And and they put themselves in line. And at like Stonewall, they risked 
physical harm mm-hmm. and imprisonment mm-hmm. and and financial ruin even yeah. in some cases and uh, so many people reputation who came ruin. before them as well yeah um faced imprisonment and torture brutality at the hands of these straight people so uh we in this segment going forward want to respect the struggles yeah. of those who came before us um brave and heroic were, actions from them yep that helped us get the rights we have today yeah um and i think that's uh I think that's time, Anthony. Yeah, you know, uh, and I just got to say thank you so much to the Planet Ant Podcast Network for making us part of this community that we have been accepted so lovingly into. Uh, the whole, from day one. Since the, since day one. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're our family. And uh, we're really glad to be a part of their podcast network now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are other really good shows on there, too. One of them is a Michael Dupre Variety Hour. We love Love him. it. Big fans of that show. Yeah. We've been on it multiple times, He's Sam and I, in different so characters. So supportive to us. L- have a listen. You're going to love it. He brings on improvisers who play characters and musicians who play music. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Go on their website, check out Planet Ant uh, Theater uh, online, and you'll be able to sign up for classes and uh, learn how improv can change your life, which it will. It's going to make you great at a lot of things you didn't know that you could be so great at. Yeah, and if you're lucky, you get to meet us. Yeah, absolutely. Take us out, Anthony. Okay, well, here we go. Our official first outro. I love it. <laughs> I'm twisting my knobs. In the words of a brick that fell out of the stone wall, whether you are LGBT or an ally, as long as you have a little gay in your heart, you will always be welcome in the neighborhood. And just remember, everyone, don't let anyone dull your sparkle. We love you. <laughs>